having Evan Wheeler mansplain, having special guest Canadian Evan Wheeler mansplain football to me. (laughs) (laughs) I actually might keep that in. That's a good cold open. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Welcome to Fast Facts for Gen Z. I'm your host, Callie, and I don't know anything about anything. Come with me while I explore the world, and I'll tell you everything you ever and never wanted to know through the eyes of Generation Z. On today's episode, we're revisiting the concept of mediocre high school football, because it's finally time for me to learn a little bit more about sports. If you haven't listened to episode 6, Mediocre High School Football, pause this and go listen to that. It'll make more sense. Usually, I'm alone, but today I'm joined by a special guest. Everybody say hi to Evan. Hi, Evan. Hi, that's me. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be here. Yeah. Can you introduce yourself? Tell everyone why you're here. Well, my name is Evan. Uh, I hail from the Great White North. I come from a city in Canada about an hour and a half outside of Toronto. Played two years of mediocre high school football, and I've been watching it since I was four years old, so the past 13 years of my life. Nice. Now, just to be clear, football means the same thing in both the U.S. and Canada, so we're talking about American football, not soccer. American football, that's correct. We do, yeah, we have soccer here, but it sucks. I guess we should tell everybody how we met, because you and I actually haven't known each other for, like, what? Very long at all? A week? (laughs) Maybe. I wouldn't even really say we know each other. This may alarm some of my adult viewers, but we met online. We have a mutual real-life friend. Mutual real-life friend who we've both met in person, so. Yes. She was my one of my best friends for most of elementary and middle school, and then she moved to Canada. And that's how I met her, so. That's how I met Callie, and uh, she she plugged her podcast, so I gave it a listen, and I got to the episode about high school football, and I I deemed myself enough of an expert to reach out and say, hey. Yeah, we were playing a video game, and I was like, oh, my podcast came out today, guys, go listen to it. And Evan did. I did. So you played football at your high school. Can you tell me like about your experience, like your whole journey from like deciding you wanted to try out to the epic highs and lows of the games? <laughs> the epic highs and lows. Yeah. So as I mentioned before, I've been watching football basically all my life. Uh, my dad's a big sports fan. So I would watch football with him every Sunday and I really enjoyed it. So as a kid, I would like fantasize about playing football in the NFL, which is not going to happen. I am (laughs) small, uh, but I I would love to fantasize about the NFL. So I would beg and beg my parents to let me play football. But since they were like semi-intelligent and I was a tiny kid, they said no because they thought I was going to get hurt. So when I finally hit high they school, they were right. They were absolutely right. Um, <laughs> when I finally hit high school, they let me join the team. I whittled them down, and I spent my grade nine year on the junior football team, so grades nine and ten, mm-hmm. and I was the backup quarterback. So, wow, pretty, Is that pretty. Good? Is that well, the quarterback is the most like superstar position, mm. and I was his backup, so I never got to see the field. Oh, nice mediocre is generous and then i actually transferred schools after that and i went to a new high school for grade 10 and there i played defense so i was i was tackling people and uh stopping stopping them from throwing and that went a little bit better football is definitely i don't know how big a deal it is in america Mm. seems like not as big a deal here it's 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 quite large in america there aren't that many teams in the canadian football league are there no okay so the cfl is a joke the cfl no one <laughs> no one pays any attention to the cfl so the nfl has 32 teams the nfl has oh, a lot that's a fun and fact the, i didn't know that 
Yeah, NFL 32 teams. Uh, CFL has nine. Mm. And I live in Canada. I don't watch the CFL at Canada all. Canada is quite large all. to have nine teams. Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Calgary, Regina. There's one in BC. I don't know. There's, pro- there's probably one more out west. Is BC British Columbia? British Columbia, yes. Yeah, sorry. Um, the CFL oh, right. is tiny and no one pays attention to it. Oh, I would sad. say very confidently that more people in Canada pay attention to American college football than Canadian oh. pro football. Yeah, huh. college football is a big deal. Really? Mm, college I mean, college football is huge. I guess it's a big deal here too. Yeah, so it college football is smaller than the NFL, but easily bigger than the CFL. Um, here's another fun fact I found last night. Um, Evan, do you know why a football is shaped the way it is? Like egg? Yeah. <laughs> why, why is it shaped like it is? I have a guess. Something to do with aerodynamics, but... No, you're uh, wrong. Oh, um, tell It's me. because footballs were originally made out of an inflated pig's bladder, and that's I'm... the shape it is. Okay, so we call a football the pigskin, but yeah. I always thought that it, like... Instead of leather, it was like pigskin. No, it's the bladder. Wow, that's gross. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, <laughs> do they call them pigskins in Canada too sometimes? Yeah, it's it's definitely a recognized word for football. You say pigskin and most people know what you're talking about. Interesting. That's... You say pigskin in America and people will laugh at you, but they'll know what you're talking about. Why would they laugh? Because no one uses that word anymore. Really? We, we're not with the times then. Interesting. Yeah. Soccer balls were also made out of pig bladders. Um, so they used to be the same shape, but then, you know, obviously a perfectly round ball is a lot easier to play soccer with. Yeah, no, football, when you kick it, when it hits the ground, it is unpredictable. So it, good. It do be bouncing. <laughs> good call on soccer's part to yeah, find a better... Yeah, as soon as better... the technology was created to make a round ball, they made round balls. The sphere was the right choice for that. Yeah. So when I talked about football before in the last episode, it was glaringly obvious that I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't. Yes. Um, so can you, like, explain to me how football is played? Yeah, so in Canada, we play with slightly different football rules, which makes it really confusing. So oh, the CFL... Awful. Yeah, the CFL plays with a slightly larger ball. You know those little forky things? Uh, those are yeah, called the, the, those the, are called like the, the touchdown things or the the, the uprights. Things? Yeah, exactly. So those are called the uprights. In America, they're in the back of the end zone. In Canada, they're on the front. We have a longer field. People it's run 100... into them by accident. Yes, I feel that like causes I injuries in both America and Canada. We are familiar with American rules. I watch the NFL. Even when you play high school ball, this mm-hmm. is weird. Junior plays with American rules. Senior plays with Canadian rules. That's terrible. I hate it. Right. Right. Anyway, football at its core is a game of possession. One team has the ball and is trying to score. It is not as flippy floppy as, say, basketball, where you can give it up super, super easily. And it's a really like basically like watching a tennis match. You're going back and forth. Mm -hmm. It is based on who has the ball. So there's two teams, obviously, um, and they alternate between being on offense and being on defense. If you have the ball, you're trying to score points. That you can do this mainly via touchdowns, which means having the ball in your possession in the end zone, mm-hmm. or a field goal, which means kicking it through the little fork thing, the uprights. Mm-hmm. And those are six and three points, respectively. Okay. The team on defense. Are field just goals trying... three points in America? I thought it was only one. Okay. So, so after a touchdown, touchdown is six points. Uh-huh. 
After a touchdown, you kick it through the uprights for one more point. Oh. Which is just a field goal from a set distance, which is really close, and it's basically automatic, so people just refer to touchdowns as being seven points. Oh, but yeah, okay. that's the PAT, the point after attempt. Okay, I got you. Keep going. Yeah, so a, a field goal in and of itself is three points. Anyway, the team on defense is trying to stop the offense, and they're, they can do this via the downs system. And a down basically just means a try an attempt. So the offense has four tries to get 10 yards, which is 30 feet. Oh, I guess you know that. Anyway. I do. So yeah, we're uh, the offense has four tries to get 10 yards, and they can do this by running or throwing. And if they don't get to that marker in, ten, in four tries, the other team gets to go. So that's the objective of being on defense. Why is it and called a down instead I, of just a try? There has to be um, a reason. I'm going to well, Google it right now. So there's a lot more rules. You can turn the ball over by throwing it to the wrong team or by fumbling. But the basic premise is to get the most points in 60 minutes. So four 15-minute quarters. And that is all. So that's that's football, basically. It's about having possession, keeping possession, and getting into the end zone and scoring mm -hmm. points. So I have learned what a down means. Hey, me. Uh, it was originally a word for, like, a ball that was dead in the field. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then it just became a word for everything. Uh, now, yeah. Interesting. All right. I didn't know that. So I, I'm learning stuff. You're teaching me stuff. I'm teaching you stuff. Football is a complex game mm -hmm. if you want to get into the details, but on its head, possession, getting point A, point B. You said something earlier about if American football, like, is, is like, big it is a american football culture is a beast honestly it's like so really? deeply ingrained in our culture that like when i think of common american stereotypes i think of football first i think I it's also... actually baseball that's supposed to be the true american sport <sighs> but like football is <laughs> such a dominant force in the media that it's like it's legitimately difficult to escape you can escape baseball if you want to really all right well i i also think of football i don't think it's the number one american stereotype for me uh, I definitely associate it more with this academic experience, high school, college, than I do with America as a whole. Okay. But I definitely do associate football with America. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd also so agree more so than baseball. Football culture in Canada isn't, isn't the same. No. So football, very big. Um, probably the second biggest sport. Hockey mm. is number one. Hockey's king here. So, yeah, football... Is American it's violent a lot of kids when they come into high school football don't know the game there's a lot of this is how to play football involved in the practices especially in junior football because that's the grade nines and grade tens uh, yeah I so, think most people in America go into high school football knowing how to play football because they've played yeah. in clubs or they've played in middle school the big problem is injuries Mm. Yeah, um, my mom has a theory that football, like at least in high schools and maybe colleges, isn't going to be around that much longer because of the injuries. It's a very real possibility. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I can't speak to the climate in America, but I know that since it's not as big here, it would be not as big a deal to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And they're already doing it to hockey. So oh, really? kids hockey is getting neutered. I oh, don't wow. think you can hit until you're 16. Like there's just zero checking. Yeah, they're really trying to clean up the game. So what is like the the diversity like at your school? Because I know it's different from it is from the way it is here. There are regions of Canada that are far more diverse. My high school is 
offensively white. Oh, just dear. painfully oh, so. There, I unironically think the number of black people in my high school is single digits. Oh. Yeah. No, well, just no, no lie. We have, uh, we have a decent number of East Asian people and Middle Eastern people. We have a lot of inter- uh, international students uh, in our area and lots of refugees and just people who came from those areas in general. We had one black kid on the team and he was our best player (laughs) so yeah Ooh, stereotypes stereotypes so at at my school the 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 race breakdown is still mostly white um not not as offensively white (laughs) like 70 or 80 percent i'd say we're like 65 percent white that's not bad that's not bad that's not guess yeah um we've got and then we have a about equal black and hispanic populations i can count the number of um broadly asian people on on one hand and i I think i know them all really that is that's interesting because i would say that's our number two race demographic is east asian this is specific to my high school my high school services the rural community Ah, I so if see. you go south to the big city, their Asian populations are a lot higher. That makes sense because if you're East Asian, you've probably come here since the fifties, probably after World War Two ended. Probably. probably even a little waited a little bit after that because the anti-Japanese sentiment I know was high. Yeah, and white people are racist and can't tell the difference. Exactly. So um probably the fifties, sixties earliest so that makes sense they wouldn't be in the rural traditionally farmland this is my great grandpappy's farm area <laughs> great <laughs> football culture is definitely less we have yeah. we don't really have a stereotypical football boy do you have a stereotypical football boy yeah so like in in my last episode about football i talked about popularity and like the correlations mm. at least in the media between playing football and like being the stereotypical popular kid but like yeah we do have some of that that trope we've got football boys you know but you don't have you don't have any of that football doesn't necessarily equate to high standing but football being good at football likely equates to you being tall or large in some way and athletic uh-huh. uh, so being good at any sport does lend itself to popularity but we have hockey boys so my high school's mascot is the is the panther Oh, and original. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and every girls sports team uh, is they're not the Panthers. They are the Lady Panthers. No, because that's Panthers a joke is a gendered word, apparently. <laughs> that's, so my sister's uh, tennis team, the, the, girl, the girls tennis team, the women's tennis team are the, the Lady Panthers and the boys tennis team are the Panthers. That is hilariously misogynistic i know Um, (laughs) we are the knights how hard is it to just say panthers we don't have the lady knights like i if i heard the lady knights i would assume it's just an affectionate like pet name for our girls teams like i I don't think it would be super out of place i don't think it'd be super appropriate but i don't think it'd be super out of place um but yeah no we certainly don't have that i've been to exactly one football game to impress that girl um, and nice. I, we didn't pay attention to the game, which was, was, was lucky. Someone asked, um, nice. someone asked someone else to homecoming. 
Poco. We don't have Poco. Oh, <laughs> nice. I was going to go to Homecoming with that girl, and then we didn't. <laughs> nice. Super fun. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been to Homecoming. Um, but we have it. We Obviously have, not this year. We have prom, but that's just for that's just for the grades 11s and 12s. We have, yeah, we have semis. Yeah, no, we we don't have uh, we don't have Hoko, but I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, it's the it's the big football game. The big oh, that would be your big football game. That makes sense. Isn't yes, that the, the homecoming game? Why do you have homecoming in high school? Homecoming is a university. Is it? I don't know. I'm, I've never I've never I'm been to a homecoming sure game. Homecoming... I don't know what happens there. There's a homecoming <laughs> court. There's like girls oh, wow. and that get that get voted onto homecoming court. And they dress up pretty and walk across the field with their dads during the game. No, that's and a joke. You're no, messing no, no. with me now. They have sashes. <laughs> Is everything a beauty contest? Yes. <laughs> I will tell probably my most interesting football story. And this is Please. this was probably the biggest contributing factor beyond my parents nagging as to why I, I did not play high school football last year. What's your what's the story? So the story is that in grade in between grades 9 and 10, I transferred high schools. And in that span of time, I also came out as bisexual. Nice. And I wanted to be open about it i didn't really my parents were super understanding and cool about it my my friends were super understanding and cool about it a decent number of them had already come out themselves that always uh, happens it always happens so <laughs> so i thought it would be fine to be openly bisexual and it should be this story is not gonna end well oh no i joined the football team and uh -huh. sure enough everyone's in the locker room <laughs> That's so gay. And I don't know how this came about, but someone was like, Wheels, are you, like, actually gay, though? Are you gay, bro? Are you, are you like, like no homo, but are you gay? And no, I had, gay. I, I, I looked him in the eyes, I weighed my options, and I said, well, technically no, but I am interested in men. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of lost their mind. So Whack. this, I did not know the extent to which the full team did not like me because I was gay. I did not know that until after the season was over. And I was in Florida and my friend texted me and he's like, yeah, we just played our final game. We got blown out. And I'm like, yeah, that checks out. And he said, you know, these people like hate you, right? And I was like, what? And they're like, he's like, yeah, they call you the F-slur behind your back all the time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And I was That's like, so wow. Sad. These are the people I would, like, help up uh, after they made a tackle, like, all the time. Like, I didn't love these kids, but I certainly thought of them as my teammates. Yeah, so that that was disheartening. Because you're, like, a normal human being. Because I'm, like, a normal human, normal empathetic human being. Yeah. Yeah. So the most egregious incident, however, was a kid. God, I don't want to protect his identity, but I'm going to call him Jonathan. So Jonathan was a year, he's a year younger than me. So he was a grade 9 when I was on the team, and I was a grade 10. And his locker was right next to mine. Mm -hmm. and word got out I was into men and here's the thing that homophobes do straight men do when they hear someone's gay they assume they're interested in them oh, because girls do that too most of homophobia is rooted in a man's fear that you will do to them what they do to girls yeah so this guy got word that I was gay 
and he was not a big kid, and my locker was right next to his, and he confronted me one day after practice, he's like, yo, Wheeler, are you gay? And I was like, I have a girlfriend, here's a picture of her. You like actively had a girlfriend at this time? Actively actively was in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah. Um, here's, here's my girlfriend, I am interested in men, you are ugly. And he quit the team because he thought I was going to molest him. You he thought him ugly. <laughs> I didn't even call him ugly to his face. But but no, he he was so scared I was going to touch him that he would like tell me he's like don't t- don't come near me, bro. And he quit the team. He was so scared that I was going to molest him. He left the team, he quit the team, never came back. Wow. So, uh after that, I got a real introspective look at the quality of the boys who played football at my school mm. got a pretty big deep dive into their racism their pretty big di- deep dive into their sexism and a pretty hands-on experience with their homophobia and i really nice. didn't want a part of that it was unnecessarily violent in and of the sport and i yeah. could just watch it so i didn't play the next year yeah. and my friends were like come on man you should play but my close friends really understood so sure yeah, I once oh. I was walking down the hall with my girlfriend in like, I don't know, freshman year or something, maybe sophomore year, and someone like was walking past and was like, and looked at us and was like, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I was like, I oh, the okay, left first of all, First of all, I am going to class. Second of all, shut up. <laughs> Third of all, <laughs> I'm going to do an episode at some point about being gay in a, like, lightly rural high school. (laughs) Yeah. Like a, like a seven and a half out of ten on the homophobic scale. Mm, More or less. Six and a half. All right. Like, you can bubble yourself into groups that aren't. Okay. Yeah. For there to be groups that aren't. Okay. If yours is a six and a half, I would put mine at about a five. Okay. Like there, it exists, but w- more with specific people than as a culture. Uh, yeah. The teachers are really accepting of it because they're all educated individuals. So. Oh, what's that like? <laughs> Sorry, I use this podcast as a as a project, as like a, like a date, like a weekly assignment for my English class. Uh, just really, Stevens. Um, some of the high, some of the teachers are homophobic. That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> No, I'm the, not the naming te- any names. But like, <laughs> smells like homophobia to me. So. Um, I would say more smells like racism. Oh, that that's also bad. Hot take from Evan Wheeler. That's also bad. Hot take from Evan Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> racism flaming is bad. hot take alert. Racism is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Evan. I'm glad we can have this. This is why you bring me on for topical, relevant hot takes about the world at large. Yeah. So my my region is pretty white, but also like, de- like my high school is white, but my region's decently multicultural. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I so I don't see a lot of racism. It doesn't mm. really happen in front of me. Like I see microaggressions and whatnot, mm-hmm. and I'm woke TM enough to pick up and be like, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have started calling it out more, but that's good. That's the biggest case of overt racism i've seen also came from the football team oh 
nice. Uh, at my school, I see a lot of evidence of systemic racism because that's mm. the way the U.S. is structured. Like in my AP and honor and like high high level college level classes, the population breakdown, the demographic breakdown changes drastically from like 60% white to like 95% white. Really? Because not because the black and hispanic kids aren't smart, but it's because just, they're yeah. they're tracked out of that classes, of those classes. Like That's they can say so I want to take an AP class and the guidance counselor will tell them no. Oh no. On a similar but opposite note, I would say that the AP and advanced courses are considerably less white because they have a huge Asian population. Mm-hmm. And and um, even... Not to play like, into stereotypes. Not, well... We're, it, we're making yeah. observations. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's based off of stereotypes, I would say. Oh, like, oh so like they're yeah. tracked into it more? Because I, of the stereotype? I, I would not be surprised at all. Like, I obviously have no empirical proof, but I, I think there's definitely a confirmation bias regarding mm-hmm. Asian kids being smart. Yep. Uh, yeah. I have not seen a black person in any of my AP classes. Any wow. of them. Yeah. Uh, none of them. Again, there's less than 10 at my school, but... Sure, but still... It's definitely still, it's definitely here too. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, no. like I, I reported a girl for like having a vape once and mm. she got like a verbal warning and got her vape taken away. But if she yep. had been a black kid, she would have been gone. She would have been suspended. Um, so this, this podcast has taken a, a, a wild journey from football <laughs> to to politics to canada versus america it's been a wild ride evan thank you for talking to me yeah absolutely thanks for having me on i think this podcast is going to come out around american thanksgiving which yeah, is I serendipitous think it might come out on american thanksgiving Ooh, if i can get it edited in time serendipitous for it being the football episode so yeah. how about that <laughs> very nice yeah it was great to, great to be here if you need to mansplain some more sports i would love to come back <laughs> all right thank you evan <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Fast Facts for Gen Z. Be sure to follow this podcast to be notified whenever I release a new episode. And follow me on Twitter at Fast Facts Pod to get live updates of my thoughts and ideas. This is Callie, signing off.